this summer, coming to a supermarket near you. There's going to be a great new high sea flavor with an outrageous food taste. And what are we going to call it? Ecto Cooler. High sea Ecto Cooler. Slimer's new food drink. You've been warned. Oh, should we start today's episode of Boy How Podcast? So Annie, can I hot, inject you with some energy? Hot. Can I inject you with <laughs> Good some... Good luck, buddy. Energy? Oh, man. Isn't energy one of the, the, the dragon dildos they sell online? The energy dragon? Lights up on the inside. How would you know? Yeah, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of porn. If, you, if it's in use, how would you know? I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, do they have light up dildos? It has a, it has a, it has a thing. <laughs> I don't know. It up. I, why would I will just say this? Well, I think it would yeah. be interesting if you're using a dildo. Actually, on a man too. It doesn't matter on your partner. But uh-huh. if they can glow from the inside out, that would look cool. That'd be a really. You can powerful. see like their that'd be blood really vessels. Bright. I mean, th- they'll think about how bright light has to be even to show through your hand. Yeah, yeah, but they're like, well, well I guess you can do it with LED technology nowadays. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how much, how thick is is the vaginal this lining? This is not the start of the podcast. Yeah, belly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I've seen. He's <laughs> like, no. I've seen you know some what? interesting porn lady sure. of what ladies can do when the the hands are in the the belly comes up and the yeah there's a th- you could do a little belly um, puppetry with do you want to do you want to get some breakfast do you want to <laughs> leave already we could oh <laughs> uh, this is not the start of this podcast i refuse i refuse okay let's do it for real all right okay <laughs> i'm just saying it's like in aliens when she's having the dream where she thinks the chest burster is gonna come out but it's in her do you want that all out of your system bill yeah Hi, Annie. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello, friends. Hello. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Boy Hattie Podcast. We're coming at you live from Bill's basement. We're going to talk to you about some pop culture garbage. It's me. It's Annie. Annie was, Annie was whispering because I went crazy and I shoved Annie and Foley into, into, my, into my refrigerator. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It's not a real refrigerator. Not a, actually, we do it's have a refrigerator. It's a cardboard box with refrigerator written on it. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so hot in Portland. It's just it's more oh. comfortable to record inside a refrigerator in Bill's basement God, than it is to amazing. actually be outside. Yeah, we are t- Portlanders can be whiny, sensitive babies uh-huh. about weather, but I will say it's getting up. We're getting into the triple digits this week. Yeah, in a land where most people think air conditioning is optional. This happens every year where people in Portland are like, Haha, we don't need air conditioning. Uh-huh. And it's guaranteed we get a week of... Yeah. Every summer we're guaranteed, guaranteed yeah. to get 100 plus. Yeah. 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 What temperatures? A week's worth at yeah. least. Yeah. And then they N- just turn Now a little bit more often people. because of global warming. And then yeah. they're, they're like, it still gets hot. It's summer. We have 80, 90 degree heat yeah. here routinely. Mm. Yeah. People like to pretend summer just doesn't happen until it happens. And then they're like, oh, I can't believe this must be the first time it's ever gotten this hot before. I've <laughs> lived here for a decade and I've already recognized this pattern. Yeah. yeah. Portlanders are fucking stupid. Yeah. Granted, it could be worse. It could be super humid here, but yeah, it's, it's not. it's not humid. Which is God. funny because I see people God. being all like, oh, it's like 30 degree humidity. How can you? Mm. Like, man, move the East Coast where it's like fucking yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100% yeah. humidity on a 90 degree day is uh-huh. worse than yeah. 100 degree shit Absolutely. here. Yes. Billy, dry saying dry at least so it's a dry better. heat. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Dry heat mm-hmm. is so much better. Dry heat is so also, much East Coast have those fucking, like, what, white flies and shit like that? Uh-huh. They got those, the cicadas this year, too. The, oh, gross! Oh, I like. That. I love the sound of no, the, the sounds are great. great. They're terrifying and huge. But well, when, yes. they're, when they're like swarming over the landscape, yeah. sorry, like fucking really bone. I'm That's sorry, gross. Ainsley. I don't like them. <laughs> Ainsley will forgive you, I'm sure. Who's Ainsley? Is she friend of the podcast? Yes, she is. Friend she of friends the with your guys half of the podcast. Uh, she technically, I think, is the internet person who I've known technically the longest. Really? Because Ainsley, well, not contiguously, but Ainsley was, uh, Ainsley and I bonked into each other in Redwall fandom back in the day. Baby preteen Annie. And no, Ainsley is a great, great Isn't sweetheart, Redwall a bunch great of artist. Books? Yes. yes. I was a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you met her online? Yeah. Yeah. Man. And now she's a, 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 I'm gonna say it wrong, a bug doctor in uh, in Australia, and she she was the lady who did our wedding illustrations. Oh, okay, those are nice. She's a great drawer, also. Yeah. She drew this. She sent me this great picture she drew yesterday, where she was like, I should say yesterday she sent me this great picture that she found in some notes, where she's like, I think this was Benton fan art, and it's a Bentonite horse 
holding the reins of an actual horse, and above it it says, I'm uncertain it's in the nature of our relationship. <laughs> That's not so right. Do you have horse citizens? Uh, Lego does not that have any cute. any horse folks. So yeah, I was gonna say. But yeah. I do have I do well, have. You think they would have centaurs by now? Or not like, centaurs, but like wh- like what's a what's a person? Fully with a and horse I head? actually have. Well, I don't know if horse-headed people have a name. I have I have a minotaur. The blacksmith is a minotaur. Uh, like and his child. Well, I guess like. But is satyrs with animal heads a thing? Because uh, that's essentially what I'm talking. I mean, or that's not, a person with an animal head. Well, at that point. I mean, I, there, as far as I know, I mean, there's a fucking ton of mythical creatures that I'm not I mean, that just with. means you didn't have the correct Chima body. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm out of my depth. Uh, Ainsley's great. Um, it's hot here. It's... No one knows how to deal with it. However... We're recording in a nice cool basement with some cans of high C Ecto Cooler. Which I refuse to drink. You get, you do, have you even cracked your can open? I just cracked... It's... Foley, it's are you gonna, not as Foley, good. are you going to do the honors? I... Oh, hold on. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, these cans have been sitting in a closet for 20 years. 20 years. Let's try this shit. 20 year old Pisces Ecto Cooler. That is repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> it can't help when you have a mouthful of chocolatey coffee. Oh, too, God. Probably. I just had. I just had you a had fucking a Altoid. <laughs> so all I'm tasting is like... You guys are both having a flavor sensation The juice right itself now, isn't bad, but just... Oh. oh my god, this has more juice than Squirt. It's got more <laughs> calories than Coke. Oh god. More calories than Coke, more juice than Squirt. Wow, this is, this <laughs> is a great than, marketing campaign isn't here. Isn't Squirt that little, little, little crack addict on the corner? No, Squirt is a, a Squirt is a delicious grapefruit beverage. Is that still me. around? Yeah, it's weird because I didn't know how old... I didn't oh, really yellow how old cans, it was. right? Yeah. Yellow cans and, the, yeah. Um, it was done in like 38. Yeah, I'll believe it. And it's just been around. Just but on it. the back of it, it says 1% juice. Do you know what? The only I only I'm had Ecto Cooler a couple times back in the 90s when it was first out. And even then, it was in the little juice boxes. Yeah. And that was kind of part of the appeal. Yeah. And like in the can, it's not quite the same. I don't know if it tastes different. I'm just yeah. like, remember it. It's, like, it's because there's no like paper pulp surrounding it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this is not marketed to children. This is marketed to grown-ass adults. Well, so. I were children when they first tasted yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. What, no, what sane kid today is going to exactly. want to drink this shit? I didn't exactly. do it right. What'd you do? It says shake gently before enjoying. Oh, I didn't do that too. Maybe that's wrong. Shake it now. There's some magical ingredients at the bottom that didn't. Maybe. It doesn't t- I, like, and I, it tells me pasteurize. This is so. It's the it's secret kosher. ingredients are orange and tangerine juices from it concentrate. It oh, kosher. it is kosher. That's what that Fuck. logo means. I was yeah. just joking. Are there such thing as Jewish ghosts? No, Jewish. The Jews yeah. don't believe in ectoplasm. <laughs> Jewish ectoplasm. <sighs> what? <laughs> Hey everybody, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. The name of today's episode is Jew Ghost. No. <laughs> and Frank. I had a dream Pac-Man. last night where I got sick and I didn't have to do the Boy Howdy <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Today. <laughs> I, tell, what about your other dream where I said that I had a disassociation? Oh, I had a dream the other day where I was, it was about Donald Trump and uh, oh God. how Donald Trump was oh most, God. one of the things he was notorious for was in the 90s, he would buy his way into lead roles of Shakespeare films. With Ecto-Cooler? And he most famously was um, the lead in Kenneth Branagh's Othello. This is my dream. Then it, hold on. Was then I, hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was Othello. That's the joke. My dream made a very good joke. Well, he is not white. He is orange. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, um, but uh, full in my dream, fully revealed that she was she had a dissociative dissociative personality disorder mm-hmm, and that she mm-hmm. was Donald Trump. Yeah, but what? this meant that she was able to, and she was like, "I've got to end this," and she co- ended his presidential campaign. My dream was not about a panic state where my wife is Donald Trump. My dream was about my wife having the power to cease this madness. So it was kind of a fantasy fulfillment kind of yeah. thing, as opposed to a panic. But like, then yeah. what I was panicked Anxiety about was dream. that fully had this dissociative disorder, and I was wow. like, "Well, if she's over this aspect of it, what will happen next?" So my but, hair is much better. Than but that. you can yeah. actually stop the president. Like it's we'll not like that you thought. It's not like that you thought you were Trump, but you were actually Trump. Yes, she sent a few faxes saying, "I'm not." It was the night of like his and Hillary's debate. She sent a few fa- few oh fax- faxes God. saying, "I Donald Trump am out." <laughs> Pretty much, and then it was all over. Yeah, but then you're stuck with a Foley. You're still Donald Trump. <laughs> no, He's no longer going to be president. No, because Foley had Foley you're still had married managed to, Donald to Trump. shuttle shuttle. No, this. I've so like, you're like possessed. This is like The Shining. Yeah. It except it's Donald Trump. It was a Trump. weird dream. It what if she turns dream. into Donald Trump half with your sex? Yeah. Well, oh God. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, I can just see your hair starting to turn chicken feather yellow. Chicken feather. <laughs> <laughs> Just at the fringes, oh, it's like a bad werewolf trans. 
transformation and Annie's like no <laughs> just just under down <laughs> I can see falling you're like you're like turning into a uh, trope and carrying Annie through the woods like yeah it's like a, it's like an old werewolf poster <laughs> and now I take you to my resort <laughs> <laughs> we'll play some golf. <laughs> hey, Bill. Bill, tell me about your phone with Overwatch. I didn't do shit this week. I didn't Did do, you shit, guys this do shit this week. Mom, are you not paying was... attention? Are you not paying attention to the fact that in the in the notes, Annie wrote <laughs> one thing and it says farm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a suggestion for the future? No, no. No, let's talk about your things first. Bill, tell me I about your I literally have one. <laughs> yeah. I, I played more Overwatch. Uh-huh. There's nothing. The entire internet has to be sick of Overwatch talk by now, especially if you don't play Overwatch. I play more Overwatch. I'm now level yeah. 32. Wow. I got some more skins and sprays and shit from my characters. It's the same goddamn <laughs> game I was playing last week. Guess what? I walked over there. I got shot. Then I shot someone. Then I got shot myself. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> the, uh, it looks like Pixar. Mm. I did that. A friend of mine online said Overwatch looks like uh, a, a video game that they, a fake video game they played a movie. <laughs> it just 100 It does kind of. totally yeah. does. Yeah. Well, with all the flashy graphics and all that. Ah! And also just think about the character designs and the mashup of the character like, yeah, it's, and... it's it's one of the most video gamey video games yeah. ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that, and oh, well, I started watching some Band of Brothers. Oh, oh yeah, what Amazon. Do... Well, because like, what did you guys do for Memorial Day? Was that the farm thing oh, that God, you guys were talking? No, we we were, we were out on we were out at Crater Lake. Oh, we were out of Crater Lake. Wait, was that? Oh, and no, then I made, we I made amazing burgers. No, but we recorded the day before Memorial Day last week. Did you guys do anything? No, on we Monday? recorded. We recorded on Monday. Did we record? On because Monday? I was at I was at the Crater oh. Lake on Sunday. Well, at the moment you guys left, that I made Memorial burgers Day. and watched Bands of Brothers. Yeah. So Good I'm job. just talking about what I did five minutes after we recorded. <laughs> <the last week. laughs> Previously on Monday. Well, no, Amazon had because it was Memorial Day. Amazon sure. had uh, Band of Brothers, mm-hmm. the HBO miniseries about mm-hmm. World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, for like it was on sale for like eight bucks. Oh wow! It's like it's like twelve hours. Of shit, and I've always heard people talk about it. I've seen like a little. Wait, wait, wait! Have you never seen Man of Brothers? I caught a little bit Holy of it when it was first Band on. Like I would go over to my huh. folks' house, and HBO would be on, be on in the background, but I never sat down to watch Man of Brothers. Oh. But I watched like the first half of it this week. It's actually really yeah. good. Not to say not, not that what I was you, expecting what did you, it. What did you What did you get to? Um, maybe not half. I'm um, the you know they've gone past D Day, mm-hmm. and I which may, that was. They are uh, maybe only like, maybe only like three episodes in because mm-hmm. they're in the middle of clearing out the first big town yeah. that they have to clear out so both uh, both the Normandy and Omaha beaches can unite yeah. inland. Yeah. yeah, I think you're on like the. Third but episode. I love even the first episode. I was like, what the fuck is David Schwimmer doing in this shit? Yeah, and he's such a he's such a tool bag. Well, I love okay. So the first episode of Band of Brothers is all about the training of all the mm-hmm. characters that we're going to be following throughout the rest of the series, and they have the super tough as nails, super super jerk ass CO who's just driving him to the ground with all the crazy training shit and you think it's gonna be the narrative like oh he was a tough son of a bitch but we learned to love him no they get his ass fired yeah. and then they go on to D-Day and they're like oh we're not gonna work with this asshole anymore and like it's it's kinda sad and kinda I, I don't know Sobel's I mean, a piece of shit oh he totally is but there's 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 something to be about um uh David Schwimmer's character this interesting idea of like you know some people regardless of their education, are not designed to lead men into battle. Yeah. Like, well, it's interesting because it <clears> seems <throat> like they they, 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 say, they seem to suggest that he was a good, like, training he was, CEO. He was good at some but stuff, as yeah. the moment they go into the field where anything, like, oh, w- just where it's not a controlled environment, he falls apart. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, the first, like, that first episode, the first two, first, like, three quarters of the thing is showing what a, how good he is. And it's only until the very end they're like, oh, man, he is, he's kind of... Yeah. Like when they first parachute for because he's training a parachute paratrooper battalion and he can't par- he can barely he gets all super nervous the first time you go up in an yeah. airplane I'm like oh man is this the first time he's actually gone up in a plane what the hell yeah. is going on here well it was a brand new I mean with with World War Two paratroopers were I mean yeah exactly that, that's because it. I mean that was that was brand new you got paid more the last big war was World War One that was the first one with aviation and they didn't have paratroopers no, they had no. a couple airplanes in the sky no they but didn't this fucking is... throw people out of a plane yeah, this... and it was it was a it was a, a means with which to surprise the enemy yeah and and to get people where they needed to be that's watching the, especially the had parachute. never been done before. The paratrooping stuff you're kind of watching and you've seen stuff like this in other movies and tv shows but we really really stopped to think about these these, these are some of the first guys being trained to do this this oh, they, is way yeah. before it became a routine i mean this this is this is it, is, it. Yeah. it is the inception of it it is when it happens 
and, and it's crazy to think about. I mean, and they just did. They, they were like, you'll get paid more. Okay, I'll jump out of a plane. Yeah. And that's the other thing, because it's all based on real people. Mm-hmm. And I felt especially bad, because that meant that the asshole David Twitter <laughs> guy is yep. based on a real guy who I had to Google him, and I'm like, good thing he died like 10 years before the series was made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... But yeah, I mean... He was unanimously hated by everyone who ever worked, like, unanimously. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of people he trained. Some people are He shucks. had to be a real dick to, like, get yeah. that kind of, like, 100% vote of, like, you're a dickhead, get the hell out of here. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, so. uh, it's 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 you get you get Damian Lewis in one of his I think uh, one of his best roles. He, yeah, he, um, plays Captain. Winters. It's funny because me like this I didn't realize the series is as old as it yeah. is because it came out in two thousand one, fifteen years old. Yeah, I still keep on thinking this is like oh it only came out a couple of years ago. I'll yeah, catch me up too. with this. I'm like fifteen years ago, and it holds up. It's really beautiful. It's 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 very thoughtfully shot. It's 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 really. Really well directed. Yeah, no, really it's, well it's, acted. It's, it's it's and you can totally tell this is kind of like uh, made in the wake of Saving Private Ryan because I yeah. think even like the, the the big town that they're shooting in for like the big French battle, I, I'm assuming that's the same standing set they use for Saving Private Ryan. But um, it's it's they went on location for a lot of stuff on okay. um, and then they had some sets. Oh but... man, the second episode. Sorry, excusing excuse us for all the Banner Brothers talk, but even the second episode is about them clearing out a whole a foxhole with three cannons, mm-hmm. and that and they mm-hmm. say at the end of the, like that this how they cleared out the foxhole is now being still being tra- tra- uh, taught it, at West Point. It is a it is a textbook maneuver. Um, yeah, it's a good little series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it's need great. to finish the rest. I'm of it, but... I'm curious. I'm curious to see what you think because there's some some. I think I think in the entire in the entire mini series, I feel like there's only one episode that kind of doesn't land quite right. Yeah, and which out every, of what like ten then, episodes? That's yeah, not too bad. Yeah. yeah, and then everything else just ratchets. There's like one throwaway episode, and everything else okay. just ratchets and ratchets and ratchets. And is is that like about the, like the, the people who bake cakes on the the front? No, <laughs> they suddenly cut just, away to something else. It was just a weird. It was kind of in the middle, and it was a weird a weird thing to break off and look at. Okay, for a yeah. little while. Um, well, that's but, the thing, because even the first three episodes that I've seen, like, there's rarely driving momentum, because it really is about these guys going from paratrooping to actually being on the ground. It really is documenting the first couple days of yeah. D-Day plus two plus one, you yeah. know, like, like you start. To, I think, I think, not in real time, but it's I don't know, blow by blow. It's really interesting. I think one of my favorite one of my favorite episodes is um, an episode called Bastone, okay. which is um, about a basically a standoff. Um, and it occurs during winter. That's always the same characters. Don't suddenly cut away to a different. It's sometimes always the same characters because you have to. Um, e Company had the highest uh, replacement rate, which they makes had, sense because they were the fucking. They had them on the head the whole time. They were the arrow point going into Normandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it makes sense. They lost a lot of people. Lost a lot of. They people. got don't ask from Hook. It's one of the soldiers. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the kids, the Italian you start, kid. You start looking, you start looking, and and seeing like all of these actors that kind of got their start. Well, Damian Lewis, Damian Lewis, which I just know him as a general character. Is it Ray actor. Stevens is um, in there. He's yeah, the, he's the guy who he's, he's just Damian Lewis's the... bro. He's in intelligence, yeah, and it just he's great. It's have you guys seen um what's uh, Black Hawk Down? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same thing where it's a military thing where yeah. it's just packed to the gills with people like, you know. What's it got? Like Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom? Tommy's in it. Yeah. Tommy's... Andy, have you seen it? Nope. Yeah, because like, it's Tom Hardy. That's one of his first uh, big things. Yeah. Tom Hardy is also will also show up at some point in... Oh, uh... somebody... Oh, I felt bad. Somebody on Twitter was like, oh, I can't wait for you to get to the end. And so much Tom Hardy. I'm like, oh, thanks. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> I didn't mean to be like that catty about it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that, he's in this? Yeah. Baby Tom Hardy. Baby Tom Hardy. Yeah, because this would have been are even... you having so much fun? Y'all keep talking. I thought you liked Band of Brothers. I th- you're an army brat, Annie. No, I thought you'd be perfect. all over this. This is perfect. No, I, I like Band of Brothers. I just have no... I can't participate in this conversation. I don't have Really? Any. Well, no, no, no. I just don't have anything to say. I, re- I like Band of Brothers. But honestly, what I like <laughs> most about Band of Brothers is how much Foley likes Band of Brothers. Okay. And actually, no, it really makes me happy. It makes me happy when you when you love someone. making a face. things that make that bring them. <laughs> Don't joy, condescend really to me, Annie. Well, it's like how I feel about Bill and Overwatch. Like I can give two shits about Overwatch, but I think it's, but it's the, you, you, you can appreciate someone else's enthusiasm. Yeah. Do you want to borrow the Blu-ray? I don't know if you have the Blu-ray. I think that it's. I I, I think that what it is is it's. It, it feels like because these people are real and because what they went through is is so real, mm-hmm. and then all of the just all of the terrible shit that happens. And how they stand up for each other, and how they actually like try to help each other survive. Yeah, it's from my father being in the military for twenty three years, from him going back as a um, uh, basically a private contractor to help train people to do stuff. Um, 
uh, work with different types of like aeronautics equipment and stuff like that. Going back to active war zones in Afghanistan and stuff yeah. and having him come back and talking to him about it, he's like, it's not the same. He's like, it's not what it was. And, and it's because it's, of like social stuff, technology because stuff, because of or? who goes into the military nowadays. Which in a makes lot sense as society changes, and, the army's going to change yeah, too. And and just it's, like, yeah, it's not. There it's was not so much. There this... was so much idealism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 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 there was there was a clear and definitive enemy. Yeah. And well, that's the that's why everyone loves to get behind all the World War One or World War Two uh, two stuffs because it was it was almost like cartoonishly like set up yeah. where like the enemy was so evil and just yeah yeah it's 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 different and yeah. and it's, and so it's interesting to watch something that's based on real events well band of brothers too because it's it's all uh bookended with interviews for, of the yeah. actual the surviving members of easy company looking back and and i guess they don't tell you who is who until they the don't. last episode yeah um, because it's, for the first nine episodes, it's just a bunch of anonymous white old guys saying, we did this and we did that. And, and but and not anytime, enough to let you know which, which one, right. which old guy is I mean, which if character you can, in the show. But they you, did you, cast, they did cast really well. So yeah. sometimes you can, so you, you can, can suss it out, back. but, um, it's it, like watching, you see all, so many people die in the series. It really does make you think about all the, all the untold stories that died on the battlefield mm -hmm. too, like at the same yeah. time. And like, well, one of the big twists in the story is that there's, uh, uh, their head CEO, not their commanding, uh, the commanding officer, but not the guy who's training him, not uh, David Schwimmer. Mm -hmm. He gets like uh, his plane gets blown out of the sky, yeah, like at, invading Normandy, and so he's just gone and all the shit. And like, I don't know, it's always it's yeah, it's rough shit. If you're kind of more, if you're morbid thinking, sometimes it's kind of interesting to think about a little bit. I was gonna say no, morbid I, I thinking, like, I, like, I, I, I enjoy, feel, I enjoy history. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's that sometimes the stuff that actually happened is more terrifying and interesting than than anything that you where, could make up. Where do you, where do you find all the German soldiers? Because especially after Saving Private Ryan, there's a huge spate of World War Two movies like this. Was there just like 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 a hundred oh, German? Were yeah, you... where do you cast like? Man, is, I don't know. Is, like I'm sure there must have been like a hundred German speaking extras it's... in Hollywood for about ten years. That yeah. it was it was fucking it was easy living for them because I got to show, show up as Nazis in five thousand different little projects and shit. But yeah, it's, yeah, and that's that. Yeah, God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, Band of Brothers. Oh, hi, Annie. I'm hi. glad y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. You're not gonna do so like happy. a Ben War thing. There is a huge community of World War II war stuff on Lego. Bit. It would be a lot easier if I was into that. If you had, like, Benton, like Benton, ba Band of Benton, Annie, Band of Benton. Annie, yeah. imagine, imagine being the weeaboo who shows who for Memorial Day. There's like the last three surviving World War II veterans in Portland. You show up to commemorate their their sacrifice with a giant diorama of like Lego teddy bears <laughs> shooting each other. <laughs> Horse dudes Thank you for your service. <laughs> and like the dudes are like, they're gonna be, they're not gonna be like, what the fuck is this? But at the same time, yeah, I think that like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a very uh, earnest dedication uh -huh, to, to, uh -huh. to, to their struggle. My heart's in the right place. <laughs> Hello. Look at their, their look your at their friends died so I could do this horseshit. <laughs> look at their historically accurate guns that teddy bears are holding. <laughs> All we did this week while you were banned to brothering and overwatching is we've been, uh, I think we talked about last week when we were watching Tudor Monastery Farm. Which I started watching some of that this week too, yeah. Well, we started They're living Tudor time sucks balls. The clothes are so stupid. The hats are so dumb. All the women have to wear like little nun hats and the dudes look like cartoon fucking. However. What the fuck? Jack and the Beanstalk bullshit. However. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah. And it keeps them warm. Yeah. I guess which so. fascinating. You know. You spent so much time building a giant three foot tall Jack and the Beanstalk hat when you get to put a piece of cloth on your head. There's one guy in the one first episode of Tudor Monastery Farm I saw on YouTube. He's this guy, he's wearing this giant, he looks like a cone head trying to cover his head. Like, he's got a tall bean hat. I, I don't remember this tall hat, but clearly it left a, anyway, yeah. left a huge impression on Bill. Uh, we, well, so, <laughs> looks like he's trying to smuggle a chicken. There's like a series of like 27 of these like farm series, or I think the two episodes of this particular series well, are no, no, other no, no, things like in the genre. Series, like there's yeah. wartime farm, Farm, there's Victorian oh, wow, they, farm. That gets, yeah. Uh, friend of the podcast, our sweet e child Sid is a big fan of uh, what is it called? Secret, Tales from Secret, the Green. Secrets of the Green Valley. 
I think it's just called. I don't think it's called Secrets. That's my favorite I, Miyazaki I, movie. I call it that. It might be Tales from the Green Valley. I think it's Tales from the Green Valley. Or but I like, like it that. better if it's Secrets from the Green. Valley. <laughs> Secrets from Hidden Valley Ridge. <laughs> I would be down with it. Erotic dressing fan. <laughs> it starts a documentary about the guy cracks into a rocket and all that ranch dressing comes out. And just <laughs> Um, no, there's just like a billion trillion of them, and we're watching them all, and it's so good. We uh, last is night, it all on YouTube? Is this, yeah. yeah, okay. Last night we watched, uh, we finished up uh, Victorian Farm, and Victorian Farm Christmas. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I got really emotionally attached to those assholes. The same people aren't in everyone, with the exception of there's a woman named Ruth and a dude named Peter who are in all of them. It's not this is Victorian Farm isn't the same thing as the Tudor Farm though. It's, it's not same, from the it's same, same people. It's the same people. It's, yeah, because okay. I, I, I guess well, I don't know if there was competing like okay. there's knockoff shows. It's just like there's fake yeah. Bake Offs yeah. now. I don't yeah. know if this was also another what? show by the same people. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. What? I'm just sad. I know. I'm, I'm messing with candlelight too. That. Okay. Man, you know um, what? It's weekend right now. It's uh-huh. June. That means they're probably filming an episode of The Great British Bake Off right as we speak. True. This season. Who are our new there. friends? I know. They're out there struggling right now. We can't help them. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Falling asleep. Right going now. Sad. Someone's going, oh my God, my flower is not flowering. <laughs> Which person will I hate the most? <laughs> Maybe it'll be. They're getting kicked off today. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so that stuff is good. Um, it's also. This good. is it's what farm means on the notes. That's what farm means. That's okay. what far- but we call it just farm. We're like, yeah. Chloe will say, can we watch farm now, please? It's 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 very soothing. And again, like the thing that I kept saying to Annie was like, like a show like that couldn't exist in the U.S. Mm-hmm. because it's not about, it's not about them being in this like really stressful. Because they live it for a year. Yeah. They're, they're there for a goddamn year. They're there for the whole farming cycle. Because mm-hmm. they have to be. They don't go home. Okay. They stay there and they do the work. And it's a commitment that they make. And it's it's for... Because most of them are historians or archaeologists and stuff like that. It's like yeah. they get a better understanding of the stuff that they're studying by doing it. And it's in an American version of the show. Yeah. It would totally be become about... This person hates this person, and this person isn't pulling it's be their about weight. The conflict, yeah. It would be about it would be about the conflict, and instead, in this, it's about it's about what they're learning. I'm it's making about... them new long underwear for Christmas. <laughs> well, it's great. It's about how bad she is at sewing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many years of their lives have they sacrificed to these? Well, that's what's so funny is that we bounced between one and another, and they had a like Peter and Ruth in particular had had it was like they were much younger, and yeah. like they're babies, yeah. babies. Also, I, I can see also you could age very quickly after a couple of years of this shit. Yeah. What well, sounds like I mean, pissing like, into buckets and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and just like I mean, backbreaking labor, backbreaking and... labor, and like and, and it's like enormously cold yeah. situations because yeah. they're like going. They usually start in the fall and go into the winter first. Yeah, the winter's hard. Yeah, which is weird because you think it would start off in the summer planting they, everything. They and then... start no, they start because well, then in the in the summer you get to have like the climactic like everything's in bloom and you're harvest and everything yeah. like okay, that. Yeah. It's like if you're thinking about the cycle of farm life. That's yeah, they go they go. go from reaping. Oh, okay, to yeah. going back to to actual harvest. And I guess this makes sense because like they can have scientists come in and scientifically like plant all the best stuff for them. They so. don't. Are they, do they, they still plant, they they plant fucking, their own they stuff? They fucking figure it out on their own. Ugh. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> it's fucking cool. And they're just like, they're consulting old books. You know, and like, again, in America, it'd be like, bruh, 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 I hate him. And in this, yeah. it's like... Personality Or like endurance driven. challenge. Like, can they what? make a thousand bricks for the From blood? the same oh company God, that make- thinks... Electing Trump is a good yeah. idea. Yeah. I, it's it is a personality of the nation. Like yeah. you tell like, the difference yeah. between us and like the rest of the, yeah. the rest of the world. Bill, they made ten thousand bricks of yeah. mud. Bricks, just they made fucking red brick the other night. I watched them make red brick. Yeah, and in one instance, they're like they have to fire it in a kiln for like what, like. Four days? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Four days at a very specific, very intense... Is this everyone's full made... hobby when nothing else is to do on the farm? No, they, had to, they do this on top of doing everything else. They do this on top of everything else. One they... dude did stay out there for three days, because you, you have to make sure that it stays that heat yeah, all saying, the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a Dickensian orphan at the end of it, because he's just covered in soot and filth. Because it's all, like, it's, it's, it's cold. I hope mm-hmm. these guys have fantastic health insurance. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, she made a bomb for his chill blains. It's all good. Hey pals, we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back for the Geek Week interview. What she'd say down on the farm They all feel blue Every day while you're away They all ask for you Sister and mom 
brother and paw Even the mule with his old hee-haw Hector the pup Hey pals, this is time. This is the part. <laughs> Annie, go. Hey everybody, this Annie, is the part of our podcast. More ecto cooler, you'd be at top of the ball like I am. <laughs> this Bill is the part Mudrin. of our podcast called the Geek Week in Review. This is where Bill has noted news in the week that was, and I am reading it and I learning about it. Off do you want time. to sneak into a hot dog cart and erupt out with a bunch of hot dogs in my mouth and go rah rah and scare a bunch of people like Slimer? It's wearing off. Oh, did Slimer do that? He did. <laughs> I was like, like, Bill's just saying, <laughs> like, doing a little magic. I, I was actually <laughs> just sitting here watching Eddie's face go, what? <laughs> that is like a really weird desire for like high C to bring Yeah, up. I was like waiting for it to be connected to high C somehow. <laughs> or just shoot just like, was is there like some sort of weird Kool-Aid reality. can ripoff? Have like, you noticed the can that the, the yellow text of Ghostbusters and high C has turned from green to uh, yellow as it's gotten warmer? The can changes. It turns to green when you get cold. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I did not notice the details minds. of the can enough when it first was Ecto available. Cooler is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> not it's that bad. It's like things that you loved in childhood. Once you revisit them, they're Could not as sweet alcohol. and delicious as you once remembered. Yeah, but you don't like alcohol. I know. You keep and you don't like it. You also don't like that, and you don't have to drink it. No, it's not bad. It's just not as, you know, it's not as revered in my mind. Like, Again, yeah. maybe out of a juice box. The form factor is so good at you suck Bill, it, it implodes. Bill, <laughs> Bill, it's so good. Geek we can't go home again. I know. Sorry, buddy. Uh, hey, did you know that the last Back to the Future ride closed on Monday in Universal which, Studios, yeah. Japan? Yeah, they blew it up. Just blew it right up. They they gave it, it a lot. finally reached eighty miles per hour. They, they <laughs> gave people a ride thirty seconds warning to get out before they just nuked it for a Japanese entertainment show. <laughs> so I didn't realize there was still a Back to the Future ride in existing anywhere in the world because Back to the Future the ride that was like I think that launched in like 1990, 1991, mm-hmm. like like a year or two after the, like the Back to the Future sequels came out. Mm-hmm. Was this two thousand sixteen? Mm-hmm. That's like twenty six years later. Yeah. yeah. Who cares about, like, I mean, I care about Back to the Future, but enough to keep the ride open? I guess yeah. Japan loves Back to the Future. Because I think in the States, uh, in California and Florida, they just turned both Back to the Future rides into the Simpsons rides. Um, so you're just flying. Have you have you guys ever seen what the Back to the Future ride looks like? You're, like, in a flying DeLorean, and you're, like, inside, like, a big curved IMAX screen, and they're just oh, projecting sure. this thing where you're pretending to fly around mm-hmm. the Hill Valley. And I think they just did the same thing. Uh, so it's the Simpsons. You're like in the Simpsons car and you're flying around like over sure. like a Springfield spring instead yeah. now. But yeah, so I guess they still had the, the Back to the Future ride open in Japan. They just shut it down on Tuesday. No mo. It's so sad. So oh, boo, sad. boo, 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 boo. <sighs> End of an era. The new sequel to question mark, Mary Poppins will release on Christmas 2018 and will take place in Depression era London and involve the grown up Michael from the first flick, his dumb kids and presumably dead wife. What? So this is a, so I thought everyone was making it sound like they were just going to remake Mary Poppins. Yeah. And so it turns out no, this is going to be it's 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 called Mary Poppins Returns, and it takes hmm. place twenty years later. Is it called Mary Poppins Returns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Romstein does the, the, the soundtrack. She's back. Yeah, we're, it's very specifically about like like grown up Michael, his children, and and some kind of crisis they go so through. What, that what timeline would that be? Lock up your children. Because the Mary Poppins take place in like the it was late nineteen twelve or. Like yeah, that. It, World War I? No, it was a couple years before. Yeah, it was okay. pre World War One. So would this be like in the third? Which I always wanted to see what happens when the kids get sent off to World War. Like Mary Poppins comes back five years later, check in, and the kids are like, "No, Michael's dead." Yeah, Michael's like buried in France. Yeah, he's, he's Michael's back, but he's blind and insane. From yeah, war. and fucking the sister, she's a nurse, and you're like, yeah, her eyeballs got ripped off by a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Or as heck. I can say that to uh, uh, Mitt, uh, fucking, fucking Lin-Manuel Miranda is working on three Disney movies. What's the other two? Because he did, he's he's doing the music for Moana. Yeah. And then he did the music for fucking Force Awakens. Well, he, that was like two songs. He just sat down with his like. You're right. That wasn't involvement in a Disney movie, you asshole. No, they did say he essentially also, had to write that stuff on a weekend, though. Yeah. Because yeah. it was one of those things, JJ was like, could you write us a song? But it has to be done by like Tuesday. Well, see, that was the progression. It was a song quickly, 
music over a long length of time starring And for the song he wrote is just My point is, Bill, he was more involved with The Force Awakens than you or I was. I know, exactly. No, they didn't. I guess there's a run on Hamilton tickets now because I guess he's doing all this shit now. He's announced... He's not going to be Hamilton Yeah, I think was it July 9th is going to be... So, like, tickets for, like, all the performances between now and then are, like, $10,000. Shit's like... Hamilton's good. Yeah, not that good. Well, the thing is about a, a musical, yeah. a Broadway musical, like a really good musical with those original cast. That's yeah. something that's powerful. No, that's what I'm saying. There's, no, I'm not saying, but like, but it's also something. Shit. It's so, it's so sad that it's, it, it is powerful. It's something that's so sad that it's so that ephemeral, gated. Yeah, it's that gated, and then you can't they do fucking a lot, see it. They do a lot to make sure that people have a fair chance. Like they have the raffles Tape it. and the make it to put it out like record the damn thing. It's I know it's a different thing, but like it feels different. Like you're saying that's two theater kids. Both our hearts are breaking when you say that. Oh God, my heart! (laughs) But I do like. Is this Factor the first gadget. time that one of Disney's things in the last, like, ten... Because they've been hitting up all their old movies. Is this the first time that they've straight up done a sequel Rents. instead of a remake? Do you guys care about Rents? Who cares about Rents? <laughs> um, what... Wow! Well, is it is I... Beauty of the Beast with Emma Watson? Isn't that a sequel? Well, my... Where, like, she comes back when she has guns? <laughs> Beauty and the Beast 2. This time it's personal. Beauty and the Beast. Ah, she's so disappointed in the human beast that she comes back to kill him. Like, <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. I, no, but French law does not. Old, it's time. We, bitch. we can only under French law we can only divorce under death. So I have to kill my husband because he's so such an ugly looker. I didn't see Maleficent, but I guess that was technically a prequel, right? But Maleficent? my point is, yeah. how do we know that Hamilton isn't the next Rent? Because, like, Rent was... I remember when well, Rent, I, I, Rent it, first it, came out, people is. were like, this is the future of I, I, I think that I think that Hamilton strikes... Hamilton, now that we're talking about I think that Hamilton strikes the chord that Rent did for a certain generation that... Le Miz. Le did for a certain... That, that Phantom. Phantom did for a certain generation. There's... There, it is it is kind of... It is the best of what American theater and, yeah. and musical theater has done recently. You know? Also, I mean, I can't... I can't stress enough that like there is power in live theater done well, and yeah. when you see that, it can be transformative to a certain. Sort I just wonder what, what kind of staying power it has. Because well. well, I, mean, I I do like it, but it's a lot of things. That's that's seeing it live with that collection of of actors in that space. Like that's a lot yeah. of with stuff. Well, that's why I'm glad yeah. to have the bootleg that like was recorded like last fall. So it's actually it's a nice little time. It's a it's a f- iPhone bootleg. It's janky as hell, but it's a nice at yeah. least approximation time capsule of what like seeing that performance was yeah. like when they had all the original actors. But that's like saying but, like I'm glad I have this book. I mean I'm not I'm not discounting that at all to be clear and it's closest that either of us will get to that's, see. That's what I'm now. saying yeah. But it's like saying like a, a black and white photostat booklet of the Sistine Chapel is something you know. It's like the power of the piece is. So I don't know Sister Wendy would the, the art nun yes. would, would be like yeah dog <laughs> this is okay. Well no my point is not that that is nothing miss. <laughs> Right. Saying it's that, very different. Yeah, it's yeah. like the theater is theater. So I guess this means Manuel's not touring with because I guess what next year he was never going to do the touring company. Like it's very rarely you have. Oh, the so we're going to get like the, the cast the offs. It's going to be like fake well, Hamilton. No, you always he, cast new people. Yeah, you always cast new people. And he actually, but he actually very specifically also said. I that he wanted to basically jailbreak the gender roles. Of, yeah, oh, so which, is, which is him going. It's gender blind casting. Whoever. Whoever can do it can do it, and he's like, it would be awesome if there were Lady Hamiltons and stuff like that, which would be fucking cool. And it's a totally different concept. Instead of a touring company, they should just license <clears throat> that so everyone can start doing their own Hamilton productions live. Imagine the Portland. Imagine so Portland did their own Hamilton. That, that will that's happen. Stage that's after insane. That's like when company. everyone stops yeah. paying for the original production. Is that when they're like, okay, because everyone no, else can make? We will own. have high schools doing Hamilton in about ten years, my yeah. friend. But first, see, that would be cool. Their, I would like to their, see that. Get yeah. their money's worth. Uh, hey everybody! No, you know no, that? you were talking about. So, what you were talking about, like Disney sequels, though? <laughs> we were talking. Well, my question was, with all the movies that Disney has been making based on their older properties, yeah. this is the first time they've done a sequel. And then I remembered that Maleficent, I believe, is a prequel. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and that's not just a reboot. It also, yes. it also turns Dylan on. <laughs> I don't know her. 
her feelings on the Maleficent. I don't know if she's ever seen this. She yeah. likes real Maleficent. Yeah. Well, she, Maleficent. well that's it. Dylan wants to be Maleficent, so I'm not quite sure if <laughs> she... Be or do. See, well, that's... Both, well, that's, that's yeah, the, that's, half the time. The that's answer the thing, is yeah. usually yes. It's like when you watch 10. Mad Max. Do you want to be Mad Max or do you want to do Mad Max? Tom Hardy Mad Max. No, I want to be Mad Max. Do you want to be Mad that's Max? That's really clear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be Mad Max and then have a clone of Mad Max that I fuck. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. No. I know. Well, it's about as likely as me waking up tomorrow morning as Tom Hardy as Mad Max. I'm just saying, if we're talking about hey, the world if I of can, infinite hey, impossibility. Hey, if I can be Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> did, you, did you say that they are making another uh, fucking Jungle Book, though? They're supposed to be making it a made, sequel to that new one. Money. Well, fucking what's his face? Force Awakens is trying to make his own Jungle Book. Fucking Gollum. Force Awakens. He's, 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 he's the least memorable part. Supposedly, of he already shot it before this other Jungle Book oh, came out. Sucks. Now they're like, "Well, well, that movie made a million dollars, and our movie's coming out next year. What are we gonna do?" Um, so, bam. Uh, that's okay because they just released it on Netflix. <laughs> they probably actually that's the the, 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 the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of Andy Serkis just like shoulder shrugged. No, 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 guys, uh-huh. no, guys, it's called a Jungle Book. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Disney has a copyright to the Jungle Book. So yeah, yeah. so it's like it's like the difference between like Thor and like us. Do you ever make a joke and you're like, that's really funny, and you know that no one will appreciate how the depths of its funniness? A Jungle Book is a really good joke. You made a good go. God damn. Hey everybody, do you, do you, did you know? Kiss? Up to 40% of Rogue One is being reshot, supposedly, at least in part, to make it not seem so much like a war movie. Yeah, this is crazy. Uh, Disney's coming out being all like, oh, yeah, no, we always meant to reshoot half the movie. This is always on our schedule. What? Why is this? But no, this is like 40% of the movie is fucking crazy. They're going to do up to like five weeks. They're going to do a month of reshoots. Which wow. Is pretty no- they can make I, another Star Wars movie. Well, that's I don't crazy. know. Yeah. From, from working in a production cycle on things... Well, you think it's uh, I, it was I, always planned to be that? I way? think it. I think it could be legitimate. I definitely do. I think that. I think that there are instances due to weather, due to well, these are reshoots. Know. No, yeah, but due to due to like changing of scripts or yeah, ideas yeah. or anything like that. Just have just working in something that that is. I know it's not film. It's all like the stuff I work in is photography. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, and then you have to fit it in somewhere. And you have to get everybody's schedules to com- well, combine everything. That I just yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like everybody's the internet is so it's such a it's such a, a, a soft like it's a bru- like Star Wars is this bruise and if you poke at it too the ow yeah. and they the people are so quick to like go oh and freak out about it but it's like it's it's a film well, films everyone, are hard everyone's to make. sense of kind of nerd self worth kind of hangs so much on Star Wars that like yeah. people get wound up with like the possibility that Star Wars may not be good they're like Argh. yeah but it is uh, Bobby Roberts pointed out that uh, all the Star Wars prequels had extensive reshoots yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. like planned reshoots where they 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 knew they would be coming back a year later to fix stuff up yeah. it would only be a matter of like peter jackson getting into the editor room to see okay what what do we need need, right. n- need to know right what but it is where for like such extensive reshoots for one single film at least with both the prequels and the the, the lord of the rings he was filming three different movies at the same time sure sure, sure things sure. were moving around sure whereas like I, th- I think that if you you keep you keep such a you have to keep such a tight schedule that you have to be like all right we're this isn't working we're done with it we're just going to move on we'll we'll hit it when we when we yeah. do reshoots and sometimes depending upon the abilities of the crew and stuff like that or like how much you can get through you end up with you can end up with a lot to reshoot. So Disney's spin on this, too, is... Uh, D- Disney didn't come out and officially say anything, but Entertainment Weekly came out with their own kind of essentially rebuttal to this, where sure. they said that they talked to their own sources, and their own sources were saying, uh, yes, technically it's five weeks of reshoots, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds really lengthy, because like, the average movie shoots for about... 30 uh, for about 90 days so five we- about or three months so like over like a month of reshoots that's usually about the third sure. third length of an average production of a film uh but according to uh, entertainment weekly slash disney they're saying the only reason the reshoots are scheduled to be f- uh for so long is because that they have so many actors to loop back in it's not so mm-hmm. much they're going to be shooting that entire time right but that like this hopefully is... they won't have to do the arrested development well that's what kind of the suggestion was like... <laughs> but that's been yeah. i don't know it's it's scheduling is a bitch. but the big thing is supposedly what happened was disney got their first look at the film and realized it's way too violent 
Like mm-hmm. there's like Darth Vader shows up and whacks a whole bunch of people. It's supposed to be like, and they were like, this is a little bit more but grim I, than we were t- anticipating. So supposedly they're going. I want it to be that grim. We'll we'll be able to pay three hundred dollars for the special director's cut or something. Exactly. We'll probably yeah. original. What's funny because actually they, probably won't. I way well, too my joke was like, well, of course there's got to be reshoots because if you look at the like the creative team behind this film, you got the guy who like direct Godzilla, which is an okay movie, but it's not like good. Like 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 a great movie. The people who wrote this movie are the guy. Guy who wrote the Book of Eli. Okay. That movie's terrible. Uh, okay. And the guy who made the Golden Compass movie. Those are the guys writing the movie. I'm like, no shit. Someone's realized. Oh my god, we have to. This this dialogue is terrible. We got to go back and reshoot half this film. As opposed to the pristine, amazing dialogue <laughs> that exists <laughs> no, exactly. in the Star Wars movie. They were kind of held There's, to a higher Star higher Wars expectation. Needs to be a good these. kind of bad. Exactly. Thing, yeah. You know? I just I just hope. What what would be fun is like a good kind of bad, and then like like after just starting talking about like Band of Brothers and like the gear thing, I got so excited about Rogue One and about the trailer because I looked at it and said, "Cool, this is the closest I'm ever getting to a Femship Mass Effect movie." Well, they specifically said when they were shooting the movie, they were like, "We're gonna do, we're gonna do, it's gonna be safe from Private Ryan, but with Star Wars." Yeah. And supposedly there's a big and what that what they're shooting fucking appeals to me. That and sounds amazing. The big centerpiece thing in the movie is there's a big beach battle scene, which you see like a little bit like. Mm. A bit mm-hmm. of, of the remnants of in the trailer that supposedly they're fil- that's a big chunk of what they're refilming. And you know, and, and you know what? I mean, like effects wise, and the amount of time it takes to like get, especially if it's like a stunt heavy thing, and if yeah. there's a lot of explosions, that would take a up lot a lot of, of reshoot time. That yeah, takes up so much time. I think that people, I think that people freak out and forget about the craft of filmmaking. And when you when you're doing something. When you're doing something huge that has a lot of effects in it, a lot of moving parts, yeah. and a lot of a lot of moving parts, and a lot of people's safety, it takes time. Yeah. And and sometimes when you're when you're shooting the original thing, you you can't you can't nail it. Mm-hmm. So you gotta go well, back and do it Well, especially with like again. a relatively not first time director, but that guy, the guy making the movie, only has two movies under sure. his belt. One is a super low. I forget what his like first. I think he did like. The time travel movie that mm-hmm. stars April Ludgate from Parks and Recreation. Oh. I oh, think yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I think he, safety is not guaranteed. Safety is I not. I think that's not what guaranteed. he did. Before. Yeah. And then he did Godzilla, which is, which, which is a jump. Yeah, which is a bit of a jump. But oh, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure the truth is somewhere in between the middle, yeah. between all the sensationalists. Oh my God, Rogue One's going to be a piece Wrong. of shit, and and Disney being like, No, we always planned this. We always meant to reshoot yeah. a third of the movie. There's probably something in the middle ground, but yeah, probably we'll, we'll yeah. see. But oh, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting to think about this stuff, uh, not even because it's Star Wars, because it's the first standalone Star Wars story, so yeah. they have a lot of pressure to get this right. Sure. And they also just cast the new Han Solo, so this gives them an opportunity to have like new Han Solo show up in the background and go, hey, I'm new Han Solo, see my movie coming out next year with Chris Lord <laughs> and Phil Miller. Oh, God. But, but yeah. yeah. Star Wars. Lucasfilm and Disney are finally, finally starting oh, yeah. selling their own Star Wars props, made by the same prop shop building all the lightsabers, etc., for the new movies. Really? Finally, this is, I can't believe it took them. Lucasfilm. Because, like, Lucasfilm in the past has, like, licensed out. Here, I'll show you. Um, Ooh. Like, it's collectibles.starwars.com. Yeah, they would, you know, license their stuff to. Uh, like other prop makers and stuff, saying, "Oh, this is the affi- yeah. th- this are this are licensed limited series of Darth Vader uh, lightsabers or something like this." <laughs> this is the first time Disney itself. Uh, this is supposed to be the same prop making unit that makes the props for the movies. Essentially, saying, "Okay, we're just going to make the same things that we're making for the movies, but you just you just buy it directly from us." And actually, just even the way they ship the stuff, it ships to you in a crate that is supposed to be the same kind of crate that they ship the actual props to. And it's a big, where I just lost Ark style wooden crate with like straw and shit inside. Mm -hmm. So even the packaging is supposed to approximate like what the props look like when they show up on set. So yeah, yeah so they're, they're beautiful. There's a melted Darth Vader helmet. There's you know a a Finn bloodied uh, stormtrooper helmet. And they they limited those guys. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Fuck you, Kylo Ren. You're not limited. You get Ray staff for twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, I like it's got all the fabric in it. So this is like, I don't know, so they, these are the That's guys really who make cool. all this shit for a living. So, yeah, I kind of wonder what this does to all the other lightsaber making people yeah. out there. Well, there still be the maybe they, the lower price point. Yeah, yeah they exactly. won't be twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, the ba- like Ray's lightsaber from the new movie. That's twelve hundred dollars right there, and I don't know if that's necessarily any better. 
then the it's authentic. It's authentic. But um, um, post yeah. post helmet is really cool. Yeah. I mean, the, even just being able to see something like that and see like the the paint design and stuff on it, and they do the, they do the awesome stuff of like like there's all the dirt and there's all the all the, that's the, the thing the I like. It. Everything's all like, weathered, the, it weathered and lived in. And that's 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 super neat. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's it's a really good like really good um, props. Man, uh, really done, really well done. They're gonna do gangbusters. Like the more Star Wars movies they make, they're just gonna Beautiful. be. They're gonna have to set. A, they're gonna have to rep, like build a homeless prop department at that studio just yeah. to like say, hey, technically this comes from, but no, we've actually made our own little factory right next to the studio where they've actually filmed Star Wars. That's just producing all the props that we're selling to everybody. But Star Wars, I love you. Terry Crews and the Idiocracy Crew are filming a series of anti-Trump political ads starring President Dwayne Elizondo, <laughs> Mountain Dew, Hubert, Herbert Camacho. So yeah, the, uh, no details or anything yet, but they're just gonna make anti-Trump ads okay. starring the idiocracy president, starring Terry Crews. So that should be extra. That'll be good. I wonder if they're just gonna air those in the middle. Pro- like you're gonna be watching like the NBC Nightly News, and suddenly it's that fucking President Camacho coming up like fuck Trump. Like what do you do? I don't know. We'll it's see. so weird. Why does this? Why does this year feel like a like a fever dream? Yeah, it I does. Know. Makes me pine for the days of Sarah Palin. But, like, we got Ecto Cooler, but at what price? <laughs> <laughs> Brian Fuller hired Julian Anderson to play Media, the god of TV, movies, and computers on American Gods. Fuck this shit, notes Bill, and make her your new Star Trek captain. Wrong spelling, Brian. I guess it spells Brian with a Y. What a fucked up choice that man made. <laughs> His parents were silly parents. <laughs> Why, bro? And Jillian Anderson in a Neil Gaiman. I just want Jillian Anderson to be Jane Bond. Why is she wasting yeah. her time on American Gods? American... Just the fact that she's playing a character named Media and she's the god of computers, movies, and t- I saw I read American Gods and uh-huh. I not I was not impressed. But just even reading that synopsis of who she's playing, it just so like blah, 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 blah. Is it just I'm glad she's getting work. I'm glad she's getting a paycheck. I'm glad that she's, you know, still working with Brian Fuller. But man, yeah, I didn't... Until reading that, I was like, yeah, she'd be a good Star Trek captain. Mm-hmm. She would. Yeah, she'd be man. excellent. She'd be a really good Star Trek villain, too. That's true. What? Like, she's species. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. She should come hang out with would me. She, would she, would <laughs> what she species be, would she be fully? Would she be human? I mean, she... she you would she be the Ferengi? Would she be the lady Ferengi who overthrew all the Ferengi? And now she'd it's be all... a really chill Klingon. <laughs> Actually, she could be. I can. She'd be look weird in makeup just, and everything. Though she, I mean, she. Uh, okay, so she's not human, but it's just because I really like Deep Space Nine. Yeah. She, she, but then this is all earlier stuff, isn't it? This what? Is the, there, it is, it's not clear. It's not clear. No, so, they haven't said anything, anything, haven't about, said it, anything yeah. about what it is. She, she'd be a really badass Bajoran. She got the nose. She, a little she has a really good nose, for it, nose and she's also just kind of really intense. And yeah. You're like, ah, space. <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. I should just even any kind of like military commanding outfit I like would just be good. Yeah, you're good. The good news: Missy Elliott will be on the new Ghostbusters soundtrack. That's great. <laughs> Wait, the bad news: Missy Elliott is only contributing one verse to a cover of the Ghostbusters theme mm. performed by Fallout Boy. That's what I was like. Fallout Boy still exists. I thought, wasn't Fall Out Boy big, like, like in 2002? I don't know that... Fall Out Boy! How did... What? I mean, I don't hate Fall Out Boy, but How it's like... How not get Missy just to do the fucking do the song? Thing. That's when I saw the news. I was like, oh, Miss... No, I saw, like, oh, my God, Missy Elliott's doing the thing with Ghostbusters, and she's gonna, like... Oh, she's only doing one verse for Falling. One verse. And I was just like, no. This is the worst idea of, like, Frankenstein. Like, let's, we gotta get white people interested in this Ghostbusters. We gotta get black people invested. How we let's do? Just, let's get Missy Elliott to say three words on a bad mall. Is she punk. gonna be saying, I ain't afraid no ghosts? Is that I, it? That's my fear. It's just gonna, that's gonna be it. She ain't. She ain't. She, no, she imagine, ain't. Imagine, and then she's like, put your thing down and reverse it so I know how hard I gotta work it. <laughs> imagine if she got to do her own Ghostbusters music Ghost video. It's just a whole song. Talk about giving go- getting ghost bl- head. That's she, a whole she puts song. a bunch of hot dogs in her mouth. <laughs> jumps out of a hot dog cart. <laughs> okay, Missy Elliott would be great. It's oh, a- actually, you know what? That would give her a chance to bring back the big balloon outfits. And now she's just doing a marshmallow and dancing it's around. Just it's just great. It's just great. That's what I'm saying. This is such a... Oh, my God. Oh, boy. It turns out last Tuesday just happened to be the 20th anniversary of the release of Dragonheart. Which wow. I saw that. I was like, wow, Andy, you willed that into existence. Wow. Man, 20 years? Fuck. I'm See, that old. makes sense to me. You're so that... old. 
getting old. Yeah, yeah your body hasn't quite started falling apart. You know the dragon they used to that movie died in in, in 1998. <laughs> Before I could smudge him. No. no. Yeah, I linked to in the show notes. There's a whole Ilum did big like you know like a little retrospective. Oh, about, cool. like, oh that's back when we used to. Yeah, that's back when oh, we used abacuses instead of computers movie, to make movies. dragons. That movie has the worst. One of the worst token females I have ever seen. Really? In token. Oh it no. Token. You could eat. You can effortlessly remove. Is her it from a lady dragon movie. with eyelashes and a skirt? That would be I mean, better. That would be better. Like also my Sean Connery. She's just randomly yelling out, like pudding! And you're like, when did this happen? Did you guys bring a hard drive and give a guy's inner space in enemy mind? No. You said do that, and no, then I didn't pop Oh, yeah, I could have given it to you. You're very kind. I did get copies of those, just FYI. Very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. In the near future, we need to have a Dennis Quaid little marathon. And he's like, I'll send my representative forward. And that's it. I'm like, that's cool. I'll eat your helping of chicken soap, but shut up. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Um, Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting is now streaming on Netflix. It's been streaming on Twitch, but now the first 25 episodes are now streaming on Netflix, so if you just need to be chill yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, I might need to try that. And yeah. actually, between bake, uh, British Bake Off and Bob Br- Ross. British Bake Off, Bob Ross, and Farm. <laughs> I'm just, gonna be to, I'm, just, I'm just gonna be a fucking jelly. Is that series? <laughs> is the farming series called anything? As a series? Or just, no, there are a bunch of different names. Different names. Okay, because like at this farm, wartime put farm. this much work into it, you think it would just be known as like the British farming there's, something um, something. There's one person has like all of all of it collected, yeah. and all of its episodes and stuff like that. It's really great. I'm sure that oh, man, there's probably in Louisiana probably did that, but like, oh, we just hired slaves to do it all. America Farm. Mm. Any- um, they actually do. The, it's actually kind of interesting once they get to vi- the Victorian one because mm-hmm. they start talking about um, the the advancements that mm-hmm. the Americans have contributed to yeah. farming, really, and how much more how much more inventive they were because mm-hmm. they. I don't know. They could be like that fiddle brass cat project. Oh my god! Amazing. There was this like crazy like <laughs> there. No, seriously, there was this crazy like seed throwing machine that was done so that it because otherwise you just had a bag and you were just tossing seeds. I'm just seed. picturing this robot person on like this plank. That Bill, it's actually up, just throwing seeds <laughs> on his robot it's actually, arms. It's actually it's actually really kind of... fucking cool because yeah. it's played like a it's like done like a fiddle. Oh really? And mm-hmm. it, and as he as he runs the the cord runs through and winds and unwinds it shoots seed. Is in it something? Direction. Is it like on a track? It's it's carried that, onto it's 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 on your chest. Oh, so you carry like you're a holding it. You load it with seed and then you. Walk. It's fucking neat. But so, this is like something they used in Victorian times. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It, the neat thing about the Victorian one is they go through and they have all these like pieces of equipment that they that like are. Yeah, because it's the first big farming thing after the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. So yeah. Huh. What is that? I'm just fucking reading Twitter because I'm bad at being a part of this podcast. You really are, Annie. I apologize formally for my attitude behavior this episode. I'm not full of I'm not full of the milk of human kindness today, but that's okay. You can milk my human kindness. Wow! Hey everybody, this is the Boy <laughs> is that Hattie what they're podcast. called now? My human kindness. We're at Boy oh, Podcast. My human kindnesses are swollen today. On Twitter. They don't fit into the bra right. Boyhattiepodcast.com <laughs> is our website. Do, do, you have, do you have to have old and different sizes Bill, of bras? Bill, do you, have, no. do you have Overwatch on PS4? Yeah. Play Overwatch with Bill on the PS4. His handle is Mr. AIDS. Okay. You'll Although I may not time. be playing so much this week because uh, Odin's Fear is coming out on the PlayStation 4. I might be playing some of that. Yeah. Odin's Fear is an old PlayStation 2 side-scrolling Japanese role-playing game. They just remastered for PlayStation 4. So Wasn't it like really? Out. Didn't have really good graphics. It was like all hand painted. It's yeah. that studio that does all the hand painted like yeah. 2D graphics. Oh, I think it's like one the of their first games. Breast on breast, lady. That's the thing though. they're known for yeah. now. Is well, yeah. that game. It's it, they got titties, but then they also have like at least strong ladies fully, with titties. Fully, so it's not fully, just fully. Vanilla Wear is fully. the company. Mm-hmm. They got titties. Titties. Unlike other games, I still Where can't get over Widowmaker's butt cheeks. I can't get over. I'm playing Fallout 4, and I'm trying to. Are you playing with mods? Oh no, because that's no, not, not yet. Not mods aren't on PS4 yet. That's in a couple weeks, though, right? This what, 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 what? month. What? This month. Well, I'm not just gonna say. I'm trying to make. I want to make my character 
a bigger lady. Mm-hmm. But when you try to make oh, them fat, oh, I saw you talk. That's the, the, that's the way it is for all video games, where you just like the titties just go bad. Well, they yeah. don't make the titties yeah, bigger. The like bad. The, the chest just gets sad-y. bigger, and the titties turn into like these little lumps that are still on the side. It's just so like, sad. Little, like fucking, you're like, it's, coin I mean, purses. look, look. Here's the thing: bodies are all shapes and sizes, but there's a part. No body is a barrel with two little coin purse titties for wings. So yeah. I'm sure so, actually somebody is, but that's like. But it just made me re- feel really sad. I'm like, no, I can be fat. Here's the thing: I have body issues, but I got banging tits. I'm like, this is not so a problem that I have. I want to have video game characters. They're very nice. Thank you. I want like I want her to be fat with banging tits. Mods will solve this exact problem. There is no way the first. And thing yeah, in you the should PS4 go into the Fallout 4 mod saying, "Hey, I'm a girl with big tits." I'm can sure. Make mod you know what? And I'm sure it's going to be a very compassionate female focus. <laughs> No. It's not gonna be like fucking what's his name the dude who did Lilo and Stitch who got the nipples on top of the titties. I'm sure it's not gonna be like that at all. There's gotta all. be like a BBW mod though specifically that hopefully with like rant, like like with sliders. So you, if you don't want to be like well, everybody in the Fallout universe looks like they're fucking made out of clay. Yeah, I know. Like, when I were playing last night, she was like, "What if a, a Fallout game looked like Uncharted?" Like just in terms of like lush talking, levels about, of detail. I'm just talking about lush levels of detail and people that actually look like humans. I'm yeah. just glad this game wasn't brown. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Of course, now I'm on the the gray fog covered part yeah. of the game. So you guys have oh, won. Oh, it's just hard. Like it's hard to. I I feel bad I mean, for Foley. At least at least it's spoken now. Like which makes it like at least your main character is spoken now. But it is really hard. To still love you. <laughs> no, that's not true. But it's it's hard to it's hard to, it's hard to watch for three hundred hours. It's not a fun game because you you've never been that invested in Fallout. No. Yeah, I just love Andy. We enjoyed New Vegas together, but New Vegas had a lot more of a focused thing. A and B had Zoe Bell. In Thank it. you. Yes, that <laughs> I was, was the thing. That. I was trying to be generous first. No, you don't have. It had Zoe Bell did some voices, and I just ran. I just was like, "Did you found her yet? Have you found her? <laughs> Where is she? Well, what? Well, she fell through the earl the earth, and now you can't see her. Well, fuck this game." Aside from getting a, a chubby lady with big tit mod, like what other mods are you looking for? Well, I'm assuming uh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, there's. Well, I would like more you control over the body. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a mod where you can um, take dog meat and a companion with you, which would be nice. You can't do both at the same time. Nope. nope. Dog meat is a companion. Crazy. And I swear to God, you could do that in Fallout Three, right? You nope. couldn't. No, dog meat has always I, been a companion. I thought I had dog meat and uh, the big ogre lady. I may be misremembering. I, I, I may, I may be misremembering. No, yeah. No, 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 because no, I think in three you could take dog so we, meat. All I can remember is that I never took dog meat at, with me because dog, dog, dog meat died. Yeah. And I was like, nope, yeah. done. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. go back and hang out in the vault where you're safe under the ground. No, I want, I want that, and then I want like more hair options. That's really all I want. I'm a very simple girl. There, I think there's another one that's like junk has no weight. That would be nice. That would be nice. Junk, or there's no weight limit at all. No, I'm okay with weight limits. I don't want junk to have a weight limit. So you want to be super strong, big titted lady. Correct. With beautiful hair. Correct. What different? Hair- Do you want hairstyle options Look, or like we hair talked before options? about impossibility? Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, because like the there there I like the hair options in Fallout 4 just fine. It's yeah. just that I've been playing this game a lot, and I and Rosa needs to look different. Because really, there are only two or three canonical hairstyles. I hair wonder because they did say in consoles yeah. that one of the few limitations they're putting on mods. And consoles is no boob stuff, and I wonder if that means like boob and hair. Well, no, well, no, 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 well, it's mods. not gonna be. Well, well yeah, fine. that's fine. No, well, boob. no, it's actually really funny because when you go and look, because you can go look at the console mods now, and like the most popular one is like Pretty Piper. Oh, and you can tell that someone's no, that sort of shit. yeah, it made me sad. Made Does me she sad. look like what you think? Like, where she's all done, like makeup, and like, like she looks boring, she looks like a Barbie doll. Yeah, Piper's really cool looking. Piper yeah, just looks like, like a normal human being. I like, well, as actually, much as a normal human being, a follow character can look actually, like. Actually, she's the only she looks like the lady that plays Jessica Jones. She does actually a lot. I can kind of see that with uh, kind of like the elfin face. Yeah, I like. I actually like all the character designs in Fallout Four. Like you can ding it for a lot of things, but I like the grills on all of those. Did they give Valentine like a big like you know, like drill dick? Big, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It pops off in combat. Flies yeah. around, stabs wow. people in the eye. Exactly. Ah! Hey everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Annie has officially checked out on this podcast. I do formally this apologize. This is the new last episode of the Boy Howdy uh, podcast. Damn, Annie. <laughs> Fully promised me she's going to take me to the Lego store today. <laughs> that's it. That's, this yeah, is, if you behave... <laughs> Should I have? Should I no. give? I love it. Fully has a niggle like Karen Freddie, so you can just show up on the podcast. Hey, 
If you go on your podcast, I'll take you to the Lego store. So she was, so she was being kind of, being a little like, and, and and like, okay, we should get up. We need to get up. And she's like, she's like, I want to go get coffee. We need to get up. We need to go. And I'm like, Annie, you're gonna get up. And she goes, and I'm just like, okay. Uh, I was like, do you just want, do you, do you not want to go? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and she kind of goes, I don't know. And then I'm like, then she goes, will you go instead? And Aww. I was like, no, I'll stay home with you. And she's like, damn it. Okay, fine, I'll go. No, I, d- I didn't sleep very well last night. That's why I'm being a crabby asshole. Uh, That's why you, I'm being a butthole. What are you guys getting at the Lego store? Just whatever Annie wants. Whatever Annie wants. Damn it, that's on that's on audio now. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Whatever uh, Annie wants within reason. Well, next... Uh, ne- did I tell you that Phil Theobald's supposed to come up to Portland next week? No. The uh, podcast host guy? I did not know There's that. There's a chance you may be sitting on in with us next week on Boy Howdy, or oh, just take lovely. your place if you don't want to show up for next week's episode. <laughs> but I was thinking about getting some kind of, like, Lego thing to build with him. Although uh-huh. we have the Doctor Who thing that we're actually recording yeah. on top of this. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I should get the Temple of Ergetsu. <laughs> Because that's the one, one last, like, Lego big yeah. set white whale that I have right now. Yeah. I should just give you my oh, Lego VIP card so you can get that 20... We didn't talk about this in the pocket. Well, we're not going to go to the Lego store. We're going to a Lego store. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, we did talk about this. Did you see that there was a, uh, 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 someone got photos of the next Lego minifigure series? Oh, no. What are they? Okay. What, uh, series 16? a babysitter, a dog yeah. show person... Um, a rogue. The dog show person definitely looks like, um, a character from Best in Show. Does, technically, yeah. A lady boxer. I'm excited about her. Um, this is the best part of the podcast where I look through Man, this is a year. Man, this is crazy to think that, like, oh, man. There's a banana dude. Yeah, there's Mr. Banana Grabber. There's a penguin. Oh, yeah, there's so There's money in the banana stand. A mariachi guy with a big mustache. Ninja. Oh, ice queen. Okay, the banana one's going to be pretty easy. Oh, that's going <laughs> to... That's the best one. I'm glad they make it easy to find. Huh. So, uh, Lego Babies, is that a new thing? I don't know. They're yes. weird looking, right? Uh, that is a new part. Um, oh, that's great, because I, I can just go to Bricks and Magic Figures to make my own little abortion clinic. <laughs> Oh, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bill! <laughs> Bill! I don't have to make it all. I just go to the Lego store, find the baby parts, Bill. baby, and just take a photo and just upload it to Twitter and say, <laughs> You ready? <laughs> I love the world. Annie, and everything taking these Lego parts. Okay. Um, uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> the end. The end. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll be back next week, I guess. I'll be back next week. Annie will. Annie's officially hitting the eject sleep, button. I will sleep in next week, so I will be more more of an active participant. I apologize right now to all of our boy Hattie Nation. Okay. I apologize too. Why? Because I talked a lot. No, I got you to your co-host on the show. I'm so grateful because I'm in such a weird, shitty mood that you are here to bring the energy, to bring the fun. So it's not just me going, Bill, shut up. I hate your face. Bill, and then me say something unacceptably (laughs) awful. (laughs) It's okay. He, like, doubles down. This is true. It's all right. This is true. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get out of your guys' way so you can turn off the podcast now. (laughs) You don't have to play to the end. Just turn it off now. <laughs> this is it. Just call it. Just call it. Yeah. You're not missing anything after Time this point. Time of death. Okay. <laughs> 1235. It was, it was a good 226 episodes. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Uh, yeah, whatever. You're sort of pitchy. Hmm. Didn't like it? Listen, man. I'm not your friend. Hmm. Don't fall asleep.